Welcome to Darren Daily On Demand, your most trusted resource to help you become better every day. Here's your success mentor, Darren Hardy. Attribute number six on the Darren Hardy A-Team is smart, but not necessarily the kind of smart you're probably thinking of. I'm not talking about IQ, one's intelligent quotient, or the depth of one's academic resume. No offense to the brainiacs out there, but I know a lot of intellectually smart people who are broke. Poor performers have bad attitudes and are terrible team players and are all around giant pitas. If you didn't know what that means, pita stands for pains in the arse. Of course, you can't be a knucklehead, but the kind of smart we're talking about here is EQ, not IQ. EQ stands for emotional quotient or emotional intelligence, which means people smarts, being deeply empathetic, intuitive, and aware. This is self-awareness and an insightful awareness of other people and their needs. Now, here is the problem with EQ. It's hard to test. It's not measured as black and white as IQ can be. There's no real scoring for it. Thus, everyone thinks and assumes that they have a high EQ, that they are emotionally intelligent and have great people skills. But most don't and they don't know it. Put it this way, jerks don't think they're jerks. Isn't that interesting? Narcissists don't even know that they're narcissists. Someone who is conceited, bombast, or pretentious has no idea. A rude, obnoxious, or ignorant person is clueless. Someone who comes off needy, draining, or passive aggressive would be shocked if you told them that they were. We are all generally unaware of how we come off to others. And most people won't ever tell you what they really think of you because that would just come off as some mean-spirited and who wants to put up with the hassle of having to do that? So getting a real read on how you're showing up in the world from other people's point of view can be very difficult. It will just show up in consequences. And the consequences will be, you won't have very many friends inside or outside of work. And the ones that you do have will be shallow if not difficult and drama-filled. You'll wonder why people treat you unfairly by comparison to how they treat others, why you seem to attract difficult people and difficult situations. The reality is you aren't attracting it, you are unknowingly and unconsciously instigating it, and you have no idea that you are. That is why we vet those we bring onto our team so rigorously. It is hard to fix a repelling personality. As the chairman of Marriott Corporation said to me when I asked him how he trained his people to be so friendly, he replied, we don't train our people to be friendly. We just hire friendly people. Oh, that was a big insight for me. Now, beyond being self-aware, emotional intelligence is about being aware of others as well. That is having deep empathy and being able to tune into the emotional makeup of other people what they want, what their needs are, what their drives and motives are, what those deep internal motives are for what's running their operating system. And then being able to treat each person uniquely according to their emotional makeup. That's real intelligence, one critical when leading and collaborating with a team of people. Side note here, it is important to note that empathy does not necessarily imply compassion. Empathy can be used for enlightened, behavior or cruel behavior. Cult leaders, serial killers, and con artists tend to have great empathetic skills. There's a lot of confusion around this topic of EQ versus IQ. So let me see if I can break it down simply for you. IQ only deals with one area of a human, the head. 
And if that is the only area you have developed, you're going to have a really tough go at dealing with other people out in the wild because there, there is a whole heck of a lot more to a human than just their head. Dale Carnegie taught long ago. He said, when dealing with people, remember that you are not dealing with creatures of logic, but with creatures of emotion. To be emotionally intelligent, you have to master four other regions of the human system. Let's go through them. First, the eyes and the ears. Being intellectually intelligent is about what you know and then being able to prove it to others by telling everybody about it with your mouth. But being emotionally intelligent is about clamping your mouth and using your eyes and your ears instead to observe and to listen to others in order to discern their needs and their motives. As Sheryl Sandberg said of Mark Zuckerberg, she said, Mark has a unique ability to hear what is not being said. That is not an intellectual ability. That is Mark using his eyes and ears to pick up the emotional cues. Now, moving down the human body, the next region is the heart. This is having that deep heart attunement being able to feel and connect with somebody's hopes, their desires, their fears and anxieties. To do that, you have to listen with not just your eyes and ears, but with your heart. Moving down even further, the next is the belly or the gut. This is having and using intuition, that mysterious and elusive quality that women seem to have more than men. But really, men are just as intuitive, but it too often gets sabotaged or suffocated or overridden by our ego. When asked what advice I'd go back and tell my 20-year-old self, it is this, to listen to my gut more. Every major mistake I made is when I didn't and I let my ego override my gut. Speaking of ego, that moves us down to the final region of the human system, and that is the groin. The groin is where we associate the ego drive or one's personal and social identity. This is also where our pursuit for significance and our need for a sense of importance emanates from. So there you have it. While having a high IQ only requires you developing and using your head, to have high EQ requires developing and using your whole body. Your head, of course, but also your eyes and ears, your heart, your gut, and your groin. That is why there are so few emotionally intelligent people out there. And it might be the most critical skill there is. According to the Center for Creative Leadership, 75% of careers and businesses are derailed for reasons related to emotional competencies, including the inability to handle interpersonal problems, unsatisfactory team leadership during times of difficulty or conflict, or the inability to adapt to change or elicit trust. So if you want a growth plan, here are three keys to emotional intelligence to go to work on. Number one, the ability to handle your impulses, your reactions, and your responses. In other words, learn to control yourself. You don't have to fight or flight every time. You don't have to be right. You don't need the spotlight or the last word. You are in complete control of how you respond to what happens to you. Number two, the ability to handle difficulties and setbacks. This means having grit, being emotionally resilient, reliable and constant. Number three, the ability to handle pressure, stress and intensity. While problems, pressure and stress don't build character, it sure reveals it. The world learns quickly how emotionally intelligent you are or are not when you get stress tested. Do you crack or do you crumble or do you rise and get stronger? On our team, the only, only the latter will last. Remember, this is special forces. 
as my mentor Jim Rohn challenged me. Don't join that easy crowd. Go where the expectations are high, the challenge is great, and the demands are many. And then the victory is sweet. That's what happens here. High expectations, high challenge, high demand, and the sweet, sweet victory of having made an indelible and lasting impact.